When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Dungeons Demogorgons, the officially unofficial podcast for Stranger Things on Netflix. I'm Jim. And I'm Aaron. And we're here today after just watching season three, episode one. Uh, it's a brand new season of Stranger Things. It's a brand new season in Stranger Things. Uh, I'm excited. I thought this first episode was really good. And for the most part, what did you think? Stranger Things coming at you fast. Uh, mm-hmm. Blowing the lid off the Russian operation in the cold <laughs> open. Uh-huh. Uh, we get... Uh, I, I mean, I figured that Billy would be, just from what we saw in the trailers, he'd be nabbed or compromised pretty early on in the season. But, like, you know, he got it. The, is that the barb slot when you get nabbed at the end of the first episode, or was that end of second for her? It was pretty early on. I don't remember exactly when. Yeah, but Billy got barbed. He, Yeah, so bad. I, I think so. And Bob, like, there, it's, it's a bad town to have a B starting <laughs> B off name. your first name. Yeah, have a B hmm. name. Uh, but I, I liked it. I mean, it did come at us quick, uh, but they also, other than essentially the teaser and, or the the cold open and the stinger of Billy getting abducted, the vast majority was about the interpersonal relationships and just what's going on in the town. Yeah, yeah I, I guess I was surprised that they took us through a tour of the town sort of right away, a tour of all the characters, like mm-hmm. catch up. Okay, where is every single character that you liked and cared about in the first two seasons? Yeah we're going to go back and we're going to say this is where they are now. Yeah. And I, I mean, it was effective. It's a good way to start out a season, but I, I like, I liked it. I like that. Um, I, I like what they're doing with Hopper and the kids. I like what they're doing with Hopper and Joyce. And that feels very, um, natural. Um, I like the kind mm-hmm. of, the tensions are, I, cause I was a little worried that maybe the, the kind of fault lines within the friend group, they wouldn't be able to handle it quite right. But honestly, everybody, this, this, this feels incredibly realistic and oh, accurate. Yeah. yeah. Uh, from like, just, just, yeah. I mean, we'll probably talk more into actual review uh, itself. But um, yeah, I was also pleased to see that Bob looms pretty large still. He does. He's still got his uh, superhero picture on the fridge it reminds me very much of like, <laughs> or through most of the episode it's yeah. up there yeah. it reminds me of like very much of like tony stark and the new spider-man it's like he's gone uh-huh. but you're always going to be reminded of him because there'll be a picture of him on a, the a billboard or joyce is going to mm-hmm. uh turn down hopper in favor of uh a stroll down memory lane date night yeah. with bob it's it's all very sweet and it uh, I, I like it and he's a great character and i'm glad that we just didn't rinse him out of our hair yeah, and they they bring him back, like you said, that that sort of reminiscing date night thing. Uh, it was interesting because it's clearly new footage, so like they brought uh, Sean Astin back for that stuff, right? Uh, to film a little bit more, which I think is cool, you know, because yeah. he very easily could have just sort of said, "Well, Bob is gone forever. Yeah. Uh, thanks, Sean, for your service." We'll... Or or roll a clip of them being cute together last year, right? Yeah. Right. Get that check, Sean. I yeah. like it. <laughs> uh, so. I want to talk, I like just about everything about this. Everything is, like, all the relationships are so cute. Like, Steve trying to do his thing and flirt with this stupid hat. The stupid hat. Although it doesn't 
seem to be the hat. The hat's not a problem. Yeah, like is is Dustin rubbing off on him more than he's rubbing off on Dustin? Well, I feel like there's there's some patheticness to Steve now, where he he sort of was big king shit in high school, and he doesn't have any future plans. And I think that's getting to him. Like he's not going to college, right? He's saying, "Oh, I'm taking a year off to get experience." Bullshit. Plus, his whole character—he was such a fucking shallow asshole in the first season Uh that I think. Part of what you're un- to understand is he kind of like disassociated himself from the in crowd of the high school. Yeah. So like, yeah, he was king shit maybe as a junior, but he kind of like shit the popularity bed in, in the, his senior year by befriending these kids and probably acting weird because of all the shit that was going on. And you're like, yeah. And he had bigger things going on, you know, yeah. important things, but he can't tell anybody about them. Like, yeah, and then all... I'm thinking it's like from like a shallow perspective, like the fact that, uh, you know, it looked like Jonathan, the school weirdo, swooped in and stole his girl. Like there's a lot. He's mm-hmm. he's suffered a lot of uh, purely social setbacks. I think it's, but it's interesting, and this is so fucking high school, is that like it's very ironic that by him becoming a better person, mm-hmm. he lost like the easy breezy popularity yeah. he had. Yeah, man. Uh, and also now it's like, uh, is the writing, is, is is what I'm supposed to understand that Steve didn't do so hot on his essays to get in because he couldn't even get accepted by the technical college? It seems like it. Which yeah. I think accepts you if you have a pulse and or uh, <laughs> and the money credit to spend. record. Yeah. 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 Uh, uh, yeah. It seems like once he lost Nancy's support. In that regard, Pushing he was him. completely no. He was just unable to write this oh, entry, oh. A, this entry letter, and or this application letter. Yeah, I'm always because like the other thing is like I'm surprised that all the kids are being portrayed as relatively normal because it feels like two years back to back of this shit happening that you, like I, yeah. I'm always looking for like well maybe Steve is hitting the skids because he can't sleep at night because he's gone through all this trauma. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's that kind of. I, I got to stop thinking that way because I don't think it's that kind of show. Like, nah. the trauma will only manifest itself when it's dramatically appropriate. Like, when Will's watching a zombie movie and yeah. the Upside Down starts knocking on a Russian portal, then he, then the, oh, oh, God, oh, God, this is happening again starts happening. But, yeah, I, I think, yeah, you might be right. Steve's just being portrayed as, like, a dumb-dumb that's a little directionless after. Which I think is fine. Like, yeah. I, I think that has that suits his character. He's hanging out with Dustin more than he is the going to parties anymore. Like, sure. that kind of thing. I, I'm all for that. The one thing that kind of didn't work for me is the portrayal of hopper at this point i we were talking about this a little bit beforehand and you said well you know he's a new father and i think that's true like he's been thrust into that but he seems to be playing a man who is completely unsure of himself in every regard now and that was never the hopper that i understood like the hopper i understood was a guy who was very sure of himself uh was able to express himself, even if he expressed it like in ways that were detrimental to the overall conversation or mental well-being of the person he's talking to, he still knew what he wanted to say and knew how to say it. And this Hopper is very, very different. And I guess maybe I'm supposed to understand that the ensuing year here, uh, or really just like nine months or so, has has changed him fundamentally. Like Like, having this teenage daughter, he has no idea how to deal with it. I mean, to me, that feels very realistic to go from like zero to dad to not just zero to dad, but zero to teenage dad of a, a yeah, because he's girl. been a dad before. Like, this is not entirely new to him, but the, the teenage part is. Yeah, and the fact that like I think that would make him even more protective. The fact that he already lost a daughter, and I think that he 
you're seeing a person you're right the old hopper would have probably beat up mike and mike well. be spending a night in his own jail uh but but yeah. like he is trying because like he knows he can't physically do anything to l because she's much more powerful than him and you know he feel he feels stupid you know like he can't even threaten to kick in the door because she could probably just magically resist it or whatever mm-hmm. um so he's trying to be better as a dad and he's he's leaning this this uh advice from joyce which is good advice but he's very uncomfortable doing it this is not I did think it's a little bit far, far. Like there's the 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 one point where he's like hugging a pillow in bed. Yeah. Like or the way he's talking to to Joyce is like uh-huh. very timid, and I don't. I don't I, get I, it. Yeah, I think he just he's this is like he's trying on a new suit that doesn't fit very well. He knows it's he's like uh, I got to do it because I don't know why you'd have to put on a suit, but I, you know I want to be a better dad. I know that I can't get my way just by yelling and kicking down doors. Mm-hmm. With this crazy strong psychic girl, so I'm gonna have to try to. But it's it's different. I, I don't like I said I. It it feels to me like they take it a little bit far for comic effect. Yeah. Um, but then also it's like he got to a certain point. And I thought it was interesting is like Mike is a fucking madman. I don't know why when you're sitting across from Hellboy trying real hard to, to have a heart to heart that you start laughing at him and then whispering into his daughter's ear as you're both giggling about how like yeah, I, it, it's I, I I go back and forth about whether it's appropriate to be that scary with kids. Like I, you know, I never would. I don't have a daughter, but if I did, I don't want to be the 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 dad that's like greets or dates, polishing my fucking shotgun, and you know, I, yeah. But but Mike was like, what do you do when when even an attempt to discuss boundaries, you have this little shit undermining you? Like that's the thing. So. So I really hated Mike last season because Mike was the spoil sport of everything. Yeah. Like he got into the Halloween costumes and he just shit on everything. Yeah. Because L was gone. You know, uh-huh. he was sad. And I, I get it. Like that's that's a perfectly valid way to tell that story. I just didn't like Mike. Mm-hmm. This season, I think I had that same potential to not like Mike, but for a very different reason because now he's back with L. Mm-hmm. And I think that is giving him license to just be however much of an asshole he wants to be because mm-hmm. he has the protection of L. Like, Ooh. Hopper can't do anything to this kid because L could fuck him up. Oh, I never even got the fact that he just doesn't have any fear of him because... I think he has no fear of anybody now that he's with L. Interesting. Because I, th- I think most of the stuff he's doing with his friends you can dismiss as just him being, you know, horny kid and exploring oh, yeah, yeah. and kissing and all that, and that stuff. stuff works. But yeah, the That's idea great. that he's poking the literal bear here. Yeah. Huh, interesting. Yeah, big old Magnum P.I. mustached bear. <laughs> yeah. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. getting geared up for the 6th annual Summer Badass Fest. And while we're working on a slate of apex badass films to enjoy, we've got an early action-packed announcement to make. Just like last year, we're kicking off Badass Season with a live movie watch and podcast recording. We've rented out a theater for connoisseurs of action films and bald move fans that just want to have a great time. 
Unlike last year, this year's movie is top secret. Hush, hush. No hints, except it's incredibly badass. It stars an absolute icon of the genre. We're willing to bet most of you haven't seen it, and it's going to be an incredible viewing experience with a packed house of bald movers. Those of you who came to last year's screening of Total Recall know what a party it was. And those of you who didn't, <laughs> now's your chance to experience it. Meet me and Jim. Order some custom movie-themed drinks at the theater's full bar. Then watch us record the full podcast for the movie. We reserved a venue over twice the size as last year, but seating is still limited. It's happening Friday, 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 June 21st at 7 p.m. in our hometown of Cincinnati. Get full details and buy tickets at baldmove.com slash live. Cincinnati's actually a pretty great city to visit, and we've got lots of details for side adventures on our event page as well. The Reds are playing the Boston Red Sox in their fantastic Riverside Stadium. The thrills of Kings Island just minutes away, and I'll be leading a kayak trip down the scenic Little Miami River on Saturday. Again, get full details and get your tickets now on our Badass Fest 6 page at baldmove.com slash live live. What do you think of that scene where he's sitting there in his lazy boy watching, watching Mag PI with the clearly inspired mustache? Yeah, uh, I thought. Yeah, no, I thought uh, the Magnum PI stuff was really fun. It's so cool that like a couple years ago, someone commissioned us to watch Magnum PI, right? Because like it got me a little bit, you know, into like understanding what the character's about and all that, mm-hmm. you know, and 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 just it's exactly the kind of show Hopper would be into. Yeah, like. I think Hopper can close his mind and think, oh, man, I could retire to Hawaii right now, get myself a Ferrari. <laughs> On that Hawkins H- TV salary? House, I don't know. No, well, that's the thing. Magna P.I., he didn't. Like, he was his house. Oh, yeah. Like, was he was kind of borrowing all this yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, was like, I could just see, like, that would just be, like, fucking chicken soup for his his Hellboy soul. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it was, it, it was really funny. It was really funny. There was a lot of, like, um, I forgot how much of a massive like nostalgia dopamine hit this thing is because mm-hmm. like seeing like the the scene where um uh Dustin gets home and he they're you know they're they're having all these toys on parade L's doing this whole thing like recognizing all those toys from my childhood is really cool yeah. like, especially like the like, remote controlled dinosaur that fired discs out of his mouth. I remember what that oh. thing was called but my cousin had one I was fucking jealous of it. Nice. Um I just and there's you know we we already got the new the new coke has been established um like what sitting these seeing these kids watch that da- sit down and watch a movie that had the exact same like future attraction type trailer stuff mm-hmm. and the music is just like this waves of 80s nostalgia washing over me loved it yeah so i speaking of nostalgia in 1985 uh they show a poster of back to the future in the movie theater because it's about to open i think it opens in like four days from now uh and obviously, like, Crispin Glover is in that movie, right? He's also in a movie called Wilfred, I think, is the uh, name. Rat, yeah. Uh, where he has, like, psychic uh, control over a bunch of rats, and uh, he uses it to wreak havoc on his enemies. Right. Uh, I will be a little disappointed if Crispin Glover doesn't show up Ooh. in this season. You might be setting yourself up for disappointment. I haven't seen that, but that, that would Maybe, be Maybe, but they're making that connection, right? Like, with Back to the Future, they, they're hinting at the Back to the Future stuff. They're not going full-on... Oh, this is the biggest thing in 1985. Let's lean into it. 
I could see it happening. Uh, I want to talk a little bit of oh the other. Um, let's talk about some other relationship stuff For, before we move on. I think from the kids because I feel like we've covered them pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, I do want to say that I thought they did a very great job of hiding how much the kids have aged. Yeah, yeah. Because in like real time, it's been almost two like like just almost two years of their physical development. It's only been a year, and you know when you're between twelve and fourteen, like a lot of changes happen. We saw that with Bran Stark. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, it's like one one season he's a child. The next he's like, who is this gangly dude hanging off the back of Hodor? Like, yeah. Uh, and I wonder if it's like because the kids are often segregated to themselves. It's like, hey, you know what? We'll just make them up, kids, and we'll put a bunch of baggy clothes on them, and then we will make sure that no adults stand next mm-hmm. to them, and then no one will know that like uh, Wolfheart is now like six foot seven. <laughs> right. Uh, there's a couple points where, like, when he comes, like, loping up and he's just got these, like, fucking gazelle long legs. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, God, he's 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 a, he's a lot older. But I, I thought because some of the anytime I see these kids out doing publicity, I think, Jesus Christ, these guys are like 17, 18 years old now. Mm-hmm. But they're you know able to kind of de-age him. I thought that was pretty cool. What do we yeah, think? They're pretty close. I mean, I think the oldest one of them is like 15 now. So they're right. pretty no, close I know. to they're the getting- ages they're playing. Oh, are and, they? And they're okay. they're spacing it out. I thought they're like thirteen, going on fourteen or fourteen. The Thir- kids in the show are. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. The, yes, the yes, kids okay. in real life, I think the oldest is like fifteen. Okay. Um, what did you think about Mrs. Wheeler? I, I mean, I like I like her new bathing suit. I like her new <laughs> much like suit Billy. Too. Uh, I love this scene. So I, I think this is played perfectly because the the scene. Okay, so there's a scene. Obviously, like the the Phoebe Cates. They make a Phoebe yeah. Cates reference in this right. episode. Right. Uh, Ridgemont High, uh, kind of thing. Um, Did it come out two years earlier? I think. Yeah, it was. It was a couple of years ago, but it's still relevant, right. uh, In pop culture, but like that scene is one thing, and we saw that in the trailers. But then the scene where they actually like get together and talk and flirt. Uh, and Billy tries to seduce her to going to this Motel 6 swimming pool to practice mm-hmm. the lessons. Mm-hmm. I think that is played so perfectly um, because Billy goes too far with it at one point. And you can see Miss Wheeler, Miss Wheeler turning on him. It's like, right. she started okay, you pressed your easy. luck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and I, I feel like he, you know, he should have backed off. He should have just let the flirting sit. He's going to see her again. Notorious MILF seducer, Jim Jones. Yeah, yeah, I know how this is done. He's going to see her again. <laughs> just just let it simmer. Let oh, it yeah, simmer. you got all summer. Yeah. You got all summer to heat these things up, Billy. Yeah, uh, but, it, but it felt so natural. Mm-hmm. It felt like a, a guy who was, like, very confident, sure of himself, able to seduce this woman, but maybe a little too eager. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which uh, I did, that's the other thing is, like, why is he too eager? Because, like, I feel like... Why is he on Mrs. Wheeler? If he just wants to, like, work his way through all the moms of Hawkins, uh-huh. like, they're clearly lined up for it. Uh, I think he would have pro- no problems with girls his own age. Like, it, it, they, they... I feel like they're... And I don't know how much of a moot point this is now because it'll seem like he's going to be possessed with the dark side from now on. But, like, it's almost like they seem like that he has got a little bit of a thing for her. Mm-hmm. Like it's not just like oh I want to you know have sex with an older it's like there there there's some kind of connection there because just I I, I don't know maybe yeah. him uh, primping and gr- grinning at himself and his Trans Am on the way to go meet her was more like just like looking forward to the conquest but I I don't know it seemed like he was pretty excited about it but like I said now he's he's possessed by it upside down so who cares yeah how much of an opportunity will we have to explore it's, that it's so weird I mean 
I don't know what they're going to do with it because they had this nice arc where uh, Mrs. Wheeler was going to do it and then she got mm-hmm. and then she's like, okay, maybe. And then you see her getting all dolled up and everything. And she goes down and, and the husband's snoring and you think, oh, it's going to be this. Because we, we, we got this guy. Yeah, this song. fucker. Walk out the door on this guy. Yeah, it's this, this bucket of, of yogurt uh, <laughs> and you snore it on the couch. But then they pan over and it turns out that he's also cradling their little girl. And God it's like, damn it. Yep. Ah, uh, how 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 you how are you going to do that? So, and I don't think she's going to. No, but yeah, like, at least not yet. Yeah, but so now is there going to be? Are, so are they going to milk comedy or horror out of the fact that she is going to try to flirt with Billy or continue to flirt with Billy? Well, I don't know. What would that even look like? I, it's hard as an audience member to see the comedy in it when, yeah, potentially he's part of the mind, the upside down. Like I don't think he's like because like in the scene from the trailer where he's like trying to wash it off, it's yeah. like in the shower. It seems like he's still B- Billy. Uh huh. So, so I probably maybe, have an episode or two. Yeah, maybe him. he's just hiding his like the, his injury or whatever he's sustained mm-hmm. in this attack. And I, I wouldn't, but but the other thing is like, wouldn't you tell people that that happened to you? Like if something just drug you into a shack, like wouldn't you go to the police? Wouldn't like I, I'm uh, I'm I'm trying to think of like uh, yeah. how does Billy just stagger out of this facility and just like you know with like a mark on his arm or whatever and be like ah okay yeah go back so to life garden. That was a weird thing about Will last season, right? Mm-hmm. Will was kind of this hybrid of the Mind Flayer and mm-hmm. himself, and yeah. you never quite knew when he was Will and when he was the Mind Flayer. There was a weird mesh yeah, there, so maybe right. they could do something similar with Billy. Well, it's more like, okay, so why did the kids never go to the adults in season one? It's because they're afraid that L was going to be taken back to the laboratory and the laboratory bad people experience. Okay, mm-hmm. why did the adults and the children not go to authorities in season two? Because they saw this as a top-secret government facility, that they were actually killing people that knew about it. So there's this actual fear. I think Hawkins' lab has been like shut down and like the government mm-hmm. disavowed all this stuff. Also, Billy doesn't know about any of this shit. Yeah. So why would Billy not like seek medical attention, file a criminal? Like, like, you know, like, is he just afraid of people? I, I don't know. I always think in movies when like someone sees a monster and like they're afraid to say, "I just saw a fucking monster." Uh, yeah, it, I guess if you were like already kind of looked at as a sort of loon of the he, town, right? But he's not. Yeah, like, no, that's you, the you, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if he was like Dustin or one of the nerdy kids, yeah, kind of a pariah. Yeah. But he's like the you know the, the use a stupid untrue scientific term alpha male. And I would think that <laughs> yeah, he, he's or maybe maybe that's the problem. He doesn't want to feel like he was vulnerable or something. He's uh, is it Jed Nelson in Ferris Bueller's Day Off in the the police station? He's, uh, he's that, that no it was uh fuck i can't think of yeah can't think of his name but yeah uh charlie sheen yeah 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 it, he's charlie sheen in the police station in ferris bueller's day off where he's like you know the guy that nobody's gonna believe because the guy's just an asshole right, right? like yeah. oh you saw a monster uh-huh sure whatever dude go be a burnout yeah uh i, I don't know and and mind flare control could also explain it the other thing is like from the trailers i thought that they were maybe going to make billy have a face turn this season because like okay well maybe he gets infected by the upside down it humbles him a little bit he kind of looks really cool and collected at this uh, i thought but but what they did is in the trailers they removed him calling that kid lard ass uh-huh which i'm just thinking like yeah no you're a fucking died in a wool asshole and how also like no one challenged exactly. him on that in the summer 1985 it's like yeah. well if you don't want to be called tubby stop eating tubby uh right it, it felt it felt completely accurate to the time period. Yeah. Like yeah. nobody would bat an eye. At yeah, like not even the parents chatting. would be like, you know, yeah. uh, and then, and then, Oh my God, that scene, if we're talking about things that 
are offensive by today's standards. Uh-huh. That scene in the newspaper oh, office uh, where they're just essentially shitting all over Nancy. Well, also, it's Ooh. like it's, it's 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 some of that stuff's kind of in your face. But I really like how they did mm-hmm. Jonathan, where Jonathan's a nice guy and he's trying to be like, hey, you know, relax. Let's get to that. And she's like, no, no, there's a there's in, I know you can't see it, but there's this thing called institutional sexism. Mm-hmm. And I'm on this side of it and you're on that side of it. And, you know, me scrapping to get ahead doesn't look anything like you scrapping to get ahead. And yeah. like, you know, she's she's sit there and I, I like the introduction uh, early on to uh, uh, Jake Busey. Mm-hmm. Um I definitely get the like the kind of Fletch vibes from this whole thing. Um, you know, when she has this I, solid idea of like, oh, we need a story, we need a story. He's like, oh, what about the death of small town America? And he just like fucking shits on it and then turns it into her fucking up his ketchup on a sandwich or whatever. Uh-huh. Um, bah, yeah. And, and Nancy, it, it's weird. I don't understand exactly what's going on with Nancy and Jonathan's relationship in the public. Like, it's clearly an open secret with at least Joyce. Mm-hmm. And... Jonathan knows this, but Nancy climbs out the window to kind of sneak out of his bedroom in the morning, even but, though yeah. the secret is out. So are are they just trying to pretend? Is Nancy, like, too proper to... Yeah, I think it's like one of those things where... To want this relationship out there, even though it already is. Yeah, I think like Will and Joyce definitely know what's going on, which is why they have, but like Nancy and Jonathan don't know that they know. Do you Jonathan think that? knows because... Joyce comments on on Nancy, yeah. In that scene, like Nancy goes out the window, Jonathan goes to the the kitchen, and Joyce says, "Hey, something about Nancy." But is that just because their girlfriend and they like does she know they like commute together because yeah, they work together? That's a fair question. Because I, I I thought I have that, to see it again. Because I definitely know that Will and Nancy or, and Joyce know because they had like, a little conversation about it. Yeah. But, like, I don't know that Jonathan knows. And I think Joyce is that trying to be know, cool. Yeah. Because they're fucking okay. 18. You know? Mm-hmm. They're out of, aren't they, right? They're out of yeah. high school? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, unless you want to be the type of parents, like, get your own fucking place before you have sex under my house, then... Right. Uh, plus, I, th- I feel like Joyce is a little bit ahead of the curve. They've always portrayed her as being... And, because and she's she too knows. busy to, like, fucking regimentally control her children. Well, also, she tells Hopper, like, that doesn't work. Yeah. Right? Like, these also... are teenagers. They're made to rebel. Right, right. You order them not to fuck each other, and they're going to say, well, fuck you. She read all those and child psychology books that came out in the 70s and, and, and 80s and was trying to, trying to put it into practice. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, speaking of uh, Lardass and Hopper, oh. uh, I was kind of surprised. They're, they put a fat pad on him. It certainly seemed like it. It seems like he's paunchy, and I thought, you know, because we, we know that he got in, like, pretty jack shape to play Hellboy, mm-hmm. and they even had the kind of, like, uh, oh, I'm going to have to lay off donuts last year. It's kind of like they knew that was going to happen. Yeah. And I was really shocked to see him come back, and he looks pretty paunchy. He looks a lot like classic Hopper. Mm-hmm. So... Are they padding him out because they think his paunch is an essential part of his character? Is he... I can only imagine you do that in order to reverse it later. Because, yeah, when we had to like time jump backwards to see what the Russians were doing, I thought maybe uh, some of the stuff that we, we'd, we'd see some flashback scenes. and that would, But I, I don't know. Like I said, he looks pretty paunchy. But I thought I saw some scenes in a trailer where he wasn't. So maybe they're inconsistent about making him wear the pad or... Or maybe he's maybe he's like this is something he's doing physically, like like puffing puffing his belly out to look like Hopper, and he for, he forgets to do it when he's sitting down or something. I, <laughs> it's it's just weird because I huh. felt like they set this up to explain in universe like Chris Pratt on Parks yeah. and Rec, and and they they didn't do it. So uh, there's one other interesting tidbit that I sort of 
think I gleaned from this episode or I have guesses on. Um, there's a lot of stuff. We we talked about, you know, Bob uh, and his superhero thing on the fridge, but we didn't talk about how it falls off the fridge and all these magnets come off the fridge. Yeah, why does the Mind Flayer have it in for Joyce's fridge? <laughs> I don't know. Or maybe Bob's memory. Or, yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure yeah, which one. Yeah, fucker Bob. He's like, if it wasn't for yeah. Bob. If it wasn't for Bob. I would have had those kids. Yeah, had those meddling kids. But it makes me wonder if there is something... Some connection between like the Russian experiment and and the poles because like Dustin uh, or or We've some magnetism they've had a rough the rough rough time of it. The, no not the Polish <laughs> uh, the the North and South Pole Dustin uh, mentions it yeah uh, we see yeah. the magnets falling off the fridge when the mind flare is around the Russians are doing some crazy shit mm-hmm. uh, it almost makes me wonder if there isn't some sort of magnetic. Uh, pole reversal thing happening here. Uh, I don't know what to make of it, but it was something I noticed some some kind of through lines on. Yeah, and your idea about the disease rats is pretty right on too. You you, you were wrong about them like eating the like remains of demi demi demigorgons yeah. demidogs, but mm-hmm. you are right in that there was this big scene of the you know rats all being pied pipered by presumably the the under what is it the, the mind flare yeah yeah the mind flare and but but i guess where we got it wrong is that um similar to the pre credit sequence event in russia that this thing is turning it looks like it's turning people into raw bio or, or it's yeah. turning living things into raw biomatter that they can then reassemble in ways which almost makes me think that it's not like possessing people it's uh-huh. just sort of using their biomatter like you said well it's remo- so yeah. so that transformation scene may not be like a possessed person to uh upside down monster it might be more like you know just regular person being <laughs> turned yeah. into goo that the thing can use that then turns it to a, 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 a monster yeah, yeah it is so really it really gross. could be anybody like the rats all those rats like popping like orville redenbacher was disgusting mm-hmm. and that russian being melted yeah the russian oh god those guys so those, those guys died pretty hard it seemed like yeah uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see. Obviously, this Russian stuff is connected. We saw the Terminator-looking guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think his name is Comrade the Force because <laughs> okay. the Russian Darth Vader uses him to choke the people. Uh, it, it, he has a very Darth Vader style of leadership. So this yeah. is what happened to Chernobyl. What actually happened is Mikhail Gorbachev <laughs> choked to death uh, five or six uh, nuclear engineers before they mm-hmm. built Chernobyl. So you know, they had if they had the first they had the the best nuclear physicists working on it had been fine but they had to use the seventh best because the <laughs> one through six couldn't keep their time budgets isn't that no. weird I always thought that's weird if like obviously this leader is probably the best guy you choke and promote his underling mm-hmm. I don't know that doesn't seem like effective management Darth Vader nor no. comrade general it doesn't it doesn't it, you got to expect mistakes yeah from from time to time especially when you're doing things like i don't know inventing interdimensional portal technology uh-huh. like it's not like they fucking built a road or even a fucking hydro dam where it's been you know it's like hey we're inventing science branches here right uh i yeah i'm actually wanting to get into the the next one okay do you have any Sounds more good. things you want to talk about no i think we're ready for number two uh thanks everybody for listening we are going to be back uh very shortly with that yeah we got the first three episodes for today. Also, send in your feedback to StrangerThingsAtBaldMove.com. Uh, we're not going to be considering feedback during our our, our, our marathon, but after, uh, I think the week after next, we're going to have a wrap-up podcast where we 
consider our thoughts about the season. We consider your feedback. Send that into Stranger Things at BaldMove.com. We're also um re we're also uh, i created show threads into forums of forums.baldmove.com they're clustered by the day that we're covering so we're, we got the threads for the first three episodes the next three episodes and the final two episodes ready to go for your discussion um and yeah we're glad that you're you're here along with us on the, the fourth of july happy fourth of july everybody mm-hmm. uh for the stranger things marathon and we'll be right back light one for bob see ya <laughs>